What's up, Woodlands Church? Man, we are so excited to be doing church with you this weekend. We know last weekend we did online services, and so this is nothing new to us, but you may notice I'm here in my home doing the pre-service. We're super excited that God has provided this technology to continue to do church with you as one church and one location in many homes throughout the area is really what we are. But we want you to know you're not alone. In fact, on all of our platforms, our pastors are out there to greet you right now. Here, let me just give you a glimpse of them. There they are. We're super excited. We are out here to just love on you and meet you where you are and connect with you in our chat rooms. And so come come say hi to us. Come greet us at livewc.org. Jump in the chat room. Facebook, jump in the chat room. Let us know how you're doing, where you're at, um, because we want to be able to pray for you and try to uh, connect with you during this time when we know that we need connection the most. And so there are so many great ways to connect, especially throughout our campuses, Atascacita, North Point, Woodlands, and our online campus. We're so glad that you're with you. And we want to give you a chance to have a, hear a special hello from our head Atascacita campus pastor, Pastor Daniel Williams. So Pastor Daniel, tell us what's going on for campus life this week. Yeah, uh, you know, I know that we're all in the same boat. And so technology is kind of where we're going. And so it doesn't matter where you are, whether you're in Atascacita or you're at the North Point campus or the Woodlands campus or really church online around the world, um, we're still connecting. And so I think it's pretty cool that our church is doing everything we can uh, to try to offer some connection. And so um, as you watch online and watch the service and jump on Instagram lives and um, all those kind of things, man, we just want to connect with you. Uh, we want you to know you're not alone and no matter where you are, what campus or anything like that. Um, and we're here together um, in our houses uh, on the computers. And so um, on your phone, whatever it may be. Uh, but just come connect with us, man. I love it. Uh, I think it's just kind of where we are. And so um, God's going to bless it. I know that for sure. Yeah, God is up to something good. You're so right, Pastor Daniel. And so listen, hey, we want you to be connected. And so across our campuses, but also in your life groups, we are a church made of small groups. And we want you to be able to uh, be a part of the connection that's happening in our life group program. We are using all different types of types of platforms like Zoom and creative ways to connect you and, and still have face-to-face -face time in the midst of a really difficult time. And so to tell you a little bit more about what God's been doing through our life groups this week and how you can get connected is our head life groups pastor, Pastor Chris Van Houten. So Pastor Chris, tell us a little bit about what's going on in life groups for us this week. Yeah, we got some exciting things happening. We are still meeting uh, just on a virtual platform, uh, Zoom, whether it's Skype, Google Hangout, uh, whatever means uh, you can use, whether you're using like Marco Polo, the app, uh, we want you to stay connected. Um, make sure that you reach out to your group. Make sure you reach out to each other, um, pray with each other, watch the service together. That's so important to stay connected during this time. Uh, we know uh, we, we have each other. You're not alone. And if you're, you know, hearing this and maybe this is your first time checking out service or you're not in a life group yet, go on wc.org slash life groups, get connected, join one of our groups that are meeting online on Zoom right now. Uh, we want you to be connected and involved and have people to pray with you to be able to encourage you. So make sure you do that. We want you to be involved here at Woodlands Church. Yeah, thanks, Pastor Chris. There really are so many great ways for you to get plugged in. We are keeping things going. In fact, while you're doing adult service, we have a kid service for your little ones from preschool all the way through fifth grade. You can go onto our website, wc.org, click on the WC Kids at Home Experience, and we've got a preschool service in there. We've got a children's service for your kindergarten through fifth graders. We've got live group activities for them to be a part of throughout the week, and our WC Kids has been really active on their Instagram, trying to help your kids stay connected throughout the week. But to tell you a little bit more about that and why they're excited during this time, that's how God is using our kids' ministry is our head children's pastor, Pastor Matt Van Houten. Pastor Matt, tell us a little bit about what's been going on in the incredible children's ministry. 
Yeah, we have a ton of stuff happening in WC Kids, and it is just incredible to see how God is moving in this time, uh, specifically for our kids. And actually, right now, uh, our WC Kids at-home experience is live. And so we just put up a brand new preschool message, a brand new kindergarten through fifth grade message, life groups, family activities, um, everything you need to make sure that your kid will just have a ton of fun and learn about Jesus. And you can find those at wc.org. Scroll down a little bit and click the Watch WC Kids service. Uh, But also, like you said, we're on Instagram, uh, Instagram Live two times a day. So at 11 a.m., we've got something special for your preschoolers, uh, story time, craft, worship, games. And then 3 p.m., we have something special just for your kindergarten through fifth graders. Again, challenges, worship, games. It's so much fun. Uh, But we're doing all of this just to stay connected with you. We want uh, just to stay connected with you, with your kids. Uh, But most importantly, we want to continue to teach our kids about Jesus. That's right. Yeah, that what an important thing during this time, Pastor Matt. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our kids. It really is a special time in our church where our ministries are trying to pick it up and go harder than ever before. And we want you to be a part of that. Listen, we need you to continue to give and be faithful and trust the Lord in putting your finances, putting him before your finances. And so we, we ask you to really jump in. It's so easy to give at Woodlands Church. You can just text the number 77 977 and text the word give wc all one word give wc to the number 77977 that'll take you to our online platform where you can give and help make sure that our ministries to the elderly and those above 65 in our church and our kids ministry and our youth ministry continues to roll because god is moving mightily through our online platforms in fact this last week in a ministry that's very near and dear to my heart the student ministry we had over 80 students raise their hand and make a decision to follow Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's powerful. And you guys are the ones who are making that be able to happen. And we are so thankful for what you're doing. And to tell you a little bit more about what God's doing in our student ministry and the opportunities for your kids to connect is one of our student pastors, Pastor Jordan Alpha. Pastor Jordan, tell us a little bit about how our students can be even more connected during this time. Yeah, that's right, Mark. This past Wednesday was incredible. And this entire season has been really incredible for the student ministry. Uh, We've seen through our virtual platforms of Zoom for our life groups, through Instagram, we've been able to connect with our students like never before. And it's been such a trying and a hard season, but also a really cool season to see uh, what God is doing and kind of how we get to adapt as a ministry to get to just continue to grow God's kingdom in our student lives. And so Uh, The big things are Wednesday night, 7 p.m., we have our student service. Um, uh, That can be seen on live.wc.org. We're streaming those live on Instagram. Uh, Insta live every day, twice a day, 9 a.m., 9 p.m. for a nine-minute devotional. We're calling that 9 at 9. You get to see uh, your student pastors all over all of our campuses go live and give a a tiny little devotional for you guys that way. And last thing is our life groups. We're meeting over Zoom. You can catch all the information you need to get plugged into a life group uh, on the Instagram page. And so please dive into the student ministry because we're super excited for what God is doing in this season. Yeah, it really is a great season at Woodlands Church. And so we're so excited to be doing church with you. So from the Miller family to your family, man, we're pumped to be doing church with you this morning. We're, our pastors are out here. We are ready to greet you. We love you. There are so many great things going on. So whether you're on Facebook or wclive.org, we love you. We can't wait to do church with you. We'll see you online. We love you. God bless you, Woodlands Church. Enjoy the service. Goodbye. Welcome to Woodlands Church. Uh, Hey, Chris and I are so honored to have you in our home. We're having our church services this weekend live from the Shook House. 
And uh, I know that we're gonna have an amazing time because it's already been unbelievable what God is doing and what God's done in our first two services already. And God is up to great things. It's amazing how even during this difficult time, even during all of the um, problems and pain and the things that everyone's going through with the coronavirus crisis, God brings good out of bad. And last weekend at our services, 49,084 people watched our services online, watched our weekend service last weekend online, and 350 people prayed to receive Christ, and their eternal destiny is forever changed. So we're just so grateful for what God's doing in spite of everything that's happening. And we just welcome you into our home. I know so many of you are in your homes, and it's church house today. So Chris and I welcome you. That's right, and it's only fitting that we should be meeting in our home and in your home because we're family. And so uh, we're glad you're here with us. We're glad you're in our living room with us. And we know that we're one church, even though we're all spread out, that doesn't make any difference. We're still one church. And today we're going to be looking at what Jesus has taught us. We'll start off with how Jesus taught us to pray. He said to pray like this. He said, pray our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, let's stop and think about that for just a second. Jesus said that my house shall be a house of prayer. And Woodlands Church has been founded on prayer. Woodlands Church is a house of prayer. And now all of our houses are local houses of prayer. Our house, your house, right where you are right now. You have the opportunity to be a local house of prayer. Jesus taught us to pray that his kingdom would come to our little bit of earth. And what would it look like if Jesus, if his kingdom, if God's kingdom came to your neighborhood, to your apartment complex? I mean, can you imagine? What would that look like? Well, this is our opportunity. We have this incredible opportunity to look like Jesus and to be a house of prayer, to pray for those right around us, pray for the ones surrounding us. And so it's, it's an incredible opportunity. Yeah, there've been a lot of challenges over the last days, but as a church, we can come together and see the opportunity that we have. This once in hundreds of year opportunity yeah. to be the church right in our neighborhood yeah. because everyone's looking for that. And so you get to be that for, for right for the people who are around you. It's that opportunity for you. And as the whole world is gasping in fear, we can be the ones to share the good news. Yes. Everybody is scrolling and searching and clicking late into the night for some little tiny scrap of good news that they can hang on to. Well, we have the good news about Jesus Christ. We have the hope for hard times. And so we're gonna dig right in and learn more together. And the first thing that we're going to do uh, in our houses of worship right now is to worship together, to sing to the Lord. So Josh and Stephen are right here on our living room and they're gonna lead us in worship. So let's stop and sing together. And remember, you can sing out, you can stand if you want to, you can remain seated, you can sing to the Lord. Usually you're hearing the people all around you, not this time, unless you have your family right in the room with you, uh, but sing out to the Lord. You know, we were never singing for everybody else in the room anyway. We've always mm -hmm. just been singing to the Lord. So let's really sing out to him more than ever. So here we go, let's worship together. Wow, 
Isn't that awesome? To know that uh, as believers, we're all one church no matter where we are. So we are praying for Woodlands Church Nairobi and Pastor Oscar there and, and all of the people that we partner with all over the world. This is a rare time when the whole world is looking in the same place at the same time. And we have this incredible opportunity to be the light. So we want to share with you every week what's going on, what is the church doing, what's happening, and ways that you can be involved. And we'll specifically direct our prayers so that we can pray together in a couple areas I want to highlight for today. As every day, we just keep asking the question, okay, Lord, what does love look like today? What does it look like to love now? And we want to learn how to do that. So a couple of areas we're going to look at right now are our seniors. I want to let you know what's going on with our seniors. This is a a population uh, that is all around us, but yet can feel very isolated, even on good days. And right now, people feel isolated more than ever. And so we are calling, and we've made hundreds and hundreds of calls, calling seniors in our communities to just personally say, hey, how can I pray for you? And is there anything you need? How are you doing? And checking in with them, making that one-to-one connection. So that's something that we're doing. And then once we hear about those needs, then we, as a church, meet them. And something very practical that you can do to join in in this is, first of all, if you know someone who is uh, older and you can check on them in your apartment complex, in your neighborhood, do that. Give them a call. Let them know that you are there and praying for them and, and they don't need to feel like they're alone. And then secondly, we are encouraging, making a call here out to all preschoolers, all grade school kids, all students to write letters, draw pictures, do anything that you, we can mail, do all of that. Bring your mail to either our Woodlands Church campus or our Atascacita campus, where we will have big mailboxes set up in a drive-by kind of fashion where you can drive by, drop off that artwork from your kids. You know, I would love to see tons of you know, that awesome artwork from four-year-olds, uh, you know, 10-year-olds, write a note, students and adults, you're included. Hey, write a note. Let this, gen- this greatest generation know that we appreciate them, that they are not alone, that we have not forgotten, that we value them. Write a note, and then we will get those delivered to local nursing homes, to seniors who are at home right now but isolated. We will deliver them if you will drop them off. So I hope later today there is an activity for you. Get involved, jump in, and, and get started doing that because we can make a difference and let them know that we're here for them. And then secondly, we're going to highlight today to pray for our healthcare workers. These guys are at the front line. The doctors, the nurses, the staff that is involved in lab work and cleaning crews at hospitals. And they are the front lines. And every day they don't have to worry about, like we do, we may think the worst concern is what if I go out to the grocery store? They are intentionally choosing to go and be on the very front lines because they care. And so They've been trained for this. This is their moment. And every single medical professional I know has gladly taken on this duty. But we want to appreciate them and pray for them. And we had this prayer request come in just this weekend from a physician in our Woodlands Church family, Dr. George Alshami. And he said this, please pray for medical staff of hospitals for protection and wisdom in these difficult days. We pray that Jesus turns our minds to doing the right things for our patients. Isn't it great to know that we have doctors and nurses, medical professionals who are praying for wisdom and want to do the right thing? We also want to pray for those who are sick. 
all those who are sick, not just with uh, viruses, but also with colds, with flu, people in our church who are going through chemo, and this is a hard time and would be no matter what, but it just got a lot harder. All the people who are immunocompromised, we're praying for them. And by the way, the reason that we are doing church from our home and the reason that you're in your home, we're doing this not out of fear, but out of love. Mm. Doing this out of love for our fellow man. You, because right. by staying at home, we can protect someone else who needs it. Yeah. And so let's show our love that way. We're going to pray for our healthcare workers, for those who are sick. And uh, one practical way that we're hoping to meet medical care workers' needs this week is that we are partnering with some local restaurants in the community, uh, people like Papa John's and Firehouse Subs and Chick-fil-A, and we are delivering meals to healthcare workers and having meals where they can just drive by and pick them up on their way into or out of their shifts, just trying to lighten their load a little bit. There's all kinds of ways you can get involved. We'll keep you posted on all of that in real time on our website. But let's stop right now and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you hear our prayers and that our prayer makes a difference. In a way I don't understand, our prayers move your heart. Just like a a child crying out to to me as a parent, I know that that moves me and, and we move your heart, God. And Thank you that you love us so much and our relationship is so personal. So right now we pray for uh, those who are seniors who are most most at risk statistically um, during this epidemic. Father, we know that they're also most cherished and valued and we want them to know that. So show us creative ways, Father, to reach out to them. Let them know that they are not alone, that they are loved and uh, that you, God, are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow that you will continue to see them through, that all these years that you have protected them and watched over them and guided them, that you're still right there with them. And we would lift up our healthcare workers. We ask that you would give them wisdom that truly surpasses understanding. Father, we ask you to give them guidance, to give them extra stamina and strength and energy to care for, for patients and also for their own families. And Father, we pray for those who are sick. For those who feel scared, who are lonely right now, Father, let them know that you are the great physician, that you are caring for them. And we ask for your healing, Father. We ask all these things in the name of your precious Son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Well, now we are going to worship more together. And during this past week, we've had some of our praise team members go up to church in ones or twos um, so that they could record something for you so that we wouldn't all be together at once. And so Greg and Jana are going to share a song with you now that was recorded this week at church and is called The Prayer. And we want you to know that this is a really special song and it really represents our hearts for you. So just listen to Greg and Jana. Even when the world seems to fall apart, I won't forget that God is still on his throne, that God is still in control. And as we start the message part of our service here at our home, um, I just wanna remind you that our pastors are live online right now to chat with you, to answer questions, to pray with you. And so they're right now during the message, during the whole service, and I'm so grateful for that. They're all over the community in their homes as we do the message together. 
You know, I know that um, every one of us have felt like the walls are closing in on us this week. Literally, as most of us are staying at home most of the time and, and it feels like the walls are closing in and maybe you're getting to know your family really good or your roommates really too well right now and we're getting annoyed at each other and, and it gets uh, stressful and we start taking the stress out on each other. We attack each other instead of really taking it to the Lord. And so the walls are closing in on us. But in a, an even more real sense, it feels like the walls of anxiety and fear are closing in on us. And they're really strangling us right now. It just feels like with the economy so shaky, the coronavirus spreading, layoffs, businesses grinding to a halt, that the walls are closing in, the walls of fear and anxiety. And then there are the walls of confusion that seem to be squeezing in on every one of us. It's like it's hard to know exactly what to do in every situation. It's really confusing. I mean, do I um, go out to the store to get necessities for my family or is that being uh, irresponsible? Um, should I stay in? Should I stock up uh, for my family or is that being selfish? Uh, some of you business owners have had to make the difficult decision of do I uh, stay open and keep my business going so that I can help people with their livelihoods or am I endangering their lives by doing that? Do I need to keep them all at home? What do I need to do? during this time, the walls of confusion are just coming in on us. And you look at the newsfeed and this ever-changing coronavirus crisis landscape is always changing and it's hard to know where to look when the walls are closing in. And that's really what I wanna to talk to you about in this brief message. Where do you look when the walls are closing in? Who do you look to when the walls are closing in? And the answer is, lift up your head and look to the maker of heaven and earth, because he will make a way where there seems to be no way. I want you to open your Bibles to Psalms 121. It's our key passage. Psalm 121, verses one and two, and it'll be on your screen. Why don't you just read it out loud with me, even if you're the only one in your home or apartment, or maybe you're with your family, just read it out loud with me. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Dear God, I thank you that you're the maker of heaven and earth. And even when the world seems to fall apart, help us remember that, that you, maker, will make a way for us. Thank you, Lord. Work miracles in our hearts today. Bring people to know you. Bring people, Lord Jesus, a peace that passes all understanding and a wisdom and a strength. Lord, bring healing today and heal hearts and lives and bodies and marriages and families. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want you to notice that the psalmist here is saying, when my head is down, when I'm dejected, when I feel overwhelmed, when it feels like the walls are closing in and there's no way out, I lift up my head and look to the mountains and remember who made them. He says, I remember that you are the maker of the mountains, God, and so you can move the mountains in my life. He says, I remember that you're the maker of heaven and earth. And then everything that's weighing me down gets a little lighter when I remember that. I want you to notice first, the maker of heaven and earth can make something out of nothing. Now we as humans can only create out of existing matter. We can't create something out of nothing. All we can do is create out of already existing matter, but the maker of heaven and earth made all matter. And so the maker of heaven and earth can create something out of nothing. And that's so important to remember because maybe this crisis has stolen your peace. 
and flooded you with fear. You have no peace. Well, the good news is God can create peace where there is no peace because the maker of heaven and earth can create something out of nothing. Or, or maybe you feel hopeless. The walls of hopelessness are closing in on you. There's no hope. Well, the good news is God can create hope where there is no hope because the maker of heaven and earth can create something out of nothing. Or maybe in your marriage, some of you who are married, I know this is true, that you feel like there's no love left in your marriage, that it's just pain, it's just hurt. The good news is God can create love where there is no love because the maker of heaven and earth can create something out of nothing. We have a God who can create something out of nothing and the maker of heaven and earth can make a way where there seems to be no way. That's such good news. I want you to look at this next passage in Psalm 124. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The psalmist is saying, I was trapped. There was no way out. The walls were closing in. And then the maker of heaven and earth made a way where there seemed to be no way. And he can do that for you today. Maybe you feel like you're in a financial trap right now and it just seems like there's no way out. Just know that the maker of heaven and earth can make a way where there seems to be no way. We're praying for you and we're praying for each other. And, and, and maybe you're going through a situation right now where you just feel like there's just no way out. And with this crisis on top of it, you're just overwhelmed. The maker of heaven and earth can make a way where there seems to be no way. We've seen it so many times in our lives, so many times in our church, but it's so easy to get your head down. And it just seems like there's no way out. But then when you look up at the maker of heaven and earth, then he reminds you that he can make a way where there seems to be no way. And that's what he wants to do in our lives during this time. But there are three simple but powerful things that we have to do to align our hearts with the maker of heaven and earth. First, return to your maker. Return to your maker. Stop trying to live your life without the maker of heaven and earth. Stop trying to make it without the maker of heaven and earth. So many Christ followers are what I call practical atheists. And that is they live as if God doesn't exist. They're always trying to make a way on their own when the God who made the mountains is right there to move the mountains for us. And so many times I, I fall into that category. I, I try to make a way myself. I try to figure it all out myself. I try to fix it all myself. I try to control everything. But the more I try to control, the more things spin out of control. God wants you during this time to return to him. Return to your maker and remember the maker of heaven and earth. In Isaiah 44, it says, this is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb, I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself. I want you to focus in on that phrase, formed you in the womb. God says, remember I made you. Remember that I made you. I'm the one who made you. There's no such thing as a self-made man. There's no such thing as a self-made woman. We're all made by God. And it's in this crisis that we see how fragile we really are. You know, we think we're invincible and we think that we can control everything and we think that, you know, we've got it all together and some people walk around like they're really big and really, you know, great and 
and they've really got everything under control, but this has shown us how fragile we all really are. A tiny microscopic virus can bring the whole world to its knees. But you know, even in the bad, God can bring good out of it. And it's not a bad thing that the whole world has fallen to its knees. If we'll look up to the maker of heaven and earth, because it's when I'm on my knees after I've tried everything else, it's when I'm on my knees when I've tried to fix everything, control everything, it's when I'm on my knees that God can raise me up. But I have to look up and return to my maker. I want you to look at this next verse, and, and I really want you to focus in on, in the last verse, the maker of all things. That phrase, the maker of all things, that's really important because God made all things. The problem is, instead of trusting in the maker of all things, we start trusting in the things that he's made. We start worshiping the creation rather than the creator. We start putting our trust in things that rust. And whenever you start putting your trust in a thing or another human being, anything that God created rather than the creator, then that becomes an idol, even good things. When we put our trust in things, and, and, and you know, an idol can be anything. It's anything that you put ahead of God in your life becomes an idol. And this is a time to think about that in our own lives because there's so many times where I look to other things other than God to bring comfort and peace to me. And, and there's so many things that, that I look to rather than God. And God says, we have to turn from those idols to return to our maker. And so what are the idols that you've allowed to get into your life? Um, you know, it can be a stock portfolio. It can be a bank account. It can be a sports car. It can be your job. It, it can be another person. And any time you put a human being ahead of God, that's too much pressure on them. And there's no way that they can handle that kind of pressure. So it's so important that we return to our maker because there's only one maker of heaven and earth. Stop worshiping the things that he's made and go back and worship the maker of heaven and earth. And he's the one who made us. In Isaiah 45, 16, that verse that I talked about, it says, all the makers of idols we put to shame and disgraced, they will go off in disgrace together. So when you trust in anything or anyone other than God to be first in your life, you're going to be let down. You're going to be let down because you'll always feel uncertain because we see in this crisis how uncertain everything really is. Everything was just as uncertain two months ago as it is today. It's just that we don't realize it. We need God just as much today or just as much two months ago, just as much two years ago as we do today. Because here's the reality of your situation. You need God for your very next breath. I need God for my very next breath. It's just that it takes something like this sometimes to make us realize it. But the good news is he's right there. The maker of heaven and earth is right there. We just have to return to him. It says in Psalm 146, verse 3, Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He's saying, don't put your trust in another human being. We're to love each other, but not put our trust and our faith in each other ahead of God. But we're always looking for a savior. You were made to worship a savior. You were made to look for a savior. God created you with a longing to have a savior in your life. 
That's the way he made you, but there's only one Savior, and that's Jesus Christ. And so when you start looking to another person to meet your deepest needs, you start looking to anyone that you put all your trust in, you're going to be let down because there's only one Savior, Jesus Christ. But here's the great news, he can save you. And so I just really encourage all of us, as God has really been putting it on Chris's heart in my heart, that we all need to repent during this time. And repentance just means to change direction. It just means to return to your maker and ask God to show you the areas of your life and the things that you've been putting ahead of God in your life, the things you've been turning to for comfort and strength rather than Christ. And this is a time when the whole world has been knocked to its knees to look up to the maker of heaven and earth and let him raise us up. He loves you so much and he'll welcome you into his arms. The maker of heaven and earth. Well, there's a second thing I want you to see. You return to your maker and then recognize that the maker is already making a way. The maker's already making a way for you. It says in Isaiah 43, 18, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now focus on that phrase, do you not perceive it? God says, I'm already making a way in your life where there seems to be no way. It's just you can't see it with your physical eyes because it looks like the walls are closing in. It feels like the walls are closing in, but God said, no. You, you may be at a dead end, but what you don't realize is the dead end contains a doorway, a doorway to your destiny. You see, it's usually in the dead end. It's in the problem. It's in the crisis where we find Christ, and he takes us through. It's in the dead end that God provides the doorway that he wants to use to take us to our destiny, to the next level in our lives. But many times we're looking back at the past and it says, forget the former things. Forget the former things. Stop dwelling on the past and, and stop dwelling on last month. Stop dwelling on last year. Stop thinking about the future and when is this gonna be over? But today, say, God, just for today, open my eyes so I can see the doorway that you have for me. Maybe you think you're at a dead end, no. No, that dead end is turned into a doorway by the maker of heaven and earth, and you can walk through that doorway to your destiny, but I have to open my eyes and see the new thing God is doing. And I think one of the new things that God is doing right now, and it's so amazing, is he's forcing, I mean, God doesn't cause the bad things. God is a good God, a loving God, but God sometimes allows them, and, and we don't understand all the reasons but I do know that God is working good even out of the bad. And one of the good things is it's forcing families to be together and, uh, and it's forcing us you know, to be in our homes together, which is pretty amazing to think about because, boy, the family needs to be restored because families are broken and hurting and in pain today. And, and it's so important to, to, for God to restore families and God longs to restore families and relationships. And so one of the things Chris and I are gonna do Monday through Friday this week, we're gonna go live on Instagram at 6.30 p.m. every night, 6.30 to 7 p.m. And Chris and I are gonna come from our home live on Instagram at our Woodlands Church Instagram account. And we're going to talk about how to build strong relationships and how God can use the crisis to really strengthen you because it'll either tear you apart or it'll bring you closer together. And what happens so many times is when you go through stress, you start taking it out on each other instead of taking it to God. And instead of really 
growing closer, but God wants to use this in your life to grow you closer. So we're going to just talk about practical things about how to deal with stress and, and relationships and family and marriage relationships. And so don't miss it every night, Monday through Friday from 630 to 7. And then at 7, we'll send you over to church online uh, to uh, go to our worship service, which is every night at 7. Um, but God wants you to take advantage of this time. And so the maker of heaven and earth is already making a way. But then there's the last thing that I want you to see. Prepare for the maker to make a way. How do you do that? And, you know, we have to align our lives with him as he's making a way for us already. How do we do that? Well, through obedience, putting him first in every area of our life, returning to him, repenting and changing with his power and saying, God, I trust you. I need you. And we obey him and put him first in our lives. And then we praise him. We praise him. We lift him up. No matter what we feel like, we lift him up. And, and sometimes we just lift our hands up and go, hold me, Daddy God, I need you. I need you desperately. And when you praise him in advance, it opens the door for God to make a way. You see, when I gripe, grumble, complain, that's unbelief and it blocks God's blessing. But when I praise him and I lift him up, even if I don't feel like it, even when I'm afraid, even when I feel weak, then it opens the door for God's blessing and strength. So we want to praise him right now. I want us to sing one of my favorite Woodlands worship songs, Maker. And, and let's just sing to the maker of heaven and earth. Lift up your head and sing to him and thank him. No matter what you feel like, I know so many of you are hurting and there's so much fear and anxiety, but let's sing to him anyway. And in the praise, we find his power. Let's sing. The maker of heaven and earth will make a way. In fact, the maker of heaven and earth made a way to heaven for each and every one of us. And all we have to do is receive it. You see, he knew that we could never make our way to perfect heaven. And so he came to this earth and he wrapped himself in human flesh and he died on a cross and shed his perfect sinless blood to make a way to heaven for each and every one of us. Let me ask you a really personal question. If you died tonight, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? You say, well, maybe, but I, I think, you know, or I'm not sure. The Bible says these things are written that you may know you have eternal life. You can know you have eternal life, that you have heaven one day. How do you know? Just by receiving Christ. If I ask you, if you did die tonight and stand before God and he were to say, why should I let you into my perfect heaven? What would you say? Well, I've tried to be a good person. I've done the best I can. But see, none of that is good enough because every one of us have sinned and he's perfect and heaven is a perfect place for perfect people and none of us are perfect. But that's why God who loved us so much came to this earth and he made a way to heaven for you. The death of his son, Jesus Christ. And you see, all we have to do now is receive that gift. He gives us the gift. The maker of heaven and earth made a way so that we could get to heaven. He knew we could never make it on our own. We could never get to him, so he came to us. And he made a way, and that way is Jesus Christ. And all we have to do is receive the free gift. You see, God offers everyone that gift, but we have to receive it. We have to choose whether or not we want his gift or we want to make a way for ourselves in life. And so God wants you to receive his free gift. He loves you so much. The maker loves you. And if you've never received that free gift, if you're not sure 
But if you die tonight, you'd be in heaven. You can get it settled right now. I, I want every one of us to bow our heads right now. And would you just pray this prayer silently to God? Just receive him right now. Dear Jesus Christ, thank you for making a way to heaven for me. So many times I've tried to make it on my own, but I acknowledge that you made me and you are the maker of heaven and earth. And I accept your free gift of salvation. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my life with your Holy Spirit and change me from the inside out. Thank you for making a way to heaven for me so I accept your free gift of heaven one day. I can't earn it or deserve it, but I receive it. And I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I return to you, my maker, and ask you to make a way for me in this life. And thank you that I have heaven one day. And then, Lord, we pray for every Christ follower that you would just strengthen them. And, and in the middle of the pain, in the middle of all the problems, Lord, and the hurt, that you would fill them with peace and strength. You would protect them, watch over them, bring healing to people, Lord. Strengthen people. Lord, we need you so desperately. I thank you so much for Woodlands Church that as everything, Lord, shuts down, the church rises up for your glory, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray to receive Christ, we want you just to raise your hand. And the way you do that online is just click that, raise your hand. I think in this service already, 70 people have prayed to receive Christ. And it's just more and more and more and more. And so and there have been over 200 this weekend so far, and it just keeps rising. And so if you want to receive Christ, something happens when you click that. You raise your hand, you're saying, I choose, I want Jesus. I return to my maker. And so just click that right now. And we're not going to bother you about that, but we just want to rejoice with you and we just praise God for you. Well, now we're at the point of our service where we give back to God some of what he's given us. And this is an opportunity for every one of us to give, to give in faith. And, and since it's giving online, I want to remind you how you give. Um, all you have to do is go to wc.org slash give, wc.org slash give, and you can give online. You can set up recurrent giving as well. Or you can give on your smartphone. You just text GIVEWC, that's one word, GIVEWC to 77977. Text GIVEWC, one word, to 77977. And I know that some of you uh, like to write that check out, but you can't um, put it in the offering basket now. And so you can write that check out and you can send it to us. We have two or three people coming in each day to the church office to do the things that have to be done. Uh, but you can send it to One Fellowship Drive, to Woodlands, Texas, 77384. That's One Fellowship Drive, to Woodlands, Texas, 77384. And so I just encourage every one of us to give. And I know that so many people are hurting right now and the church is rising up to meet needs through our benevolence ministry and, and food and all the things that we do as a church in such a huge way. And I would say this, if you have some extra, if you're one of the few has some extra, every one of us have lost during this time, but if you're one of the few that has some extra, now is the time to give it, give it to the church, you know, and maybe God puts on your heart to give something that is sacrificial and, and extra that could make a huge difference, especially for so many who are hurting financially and as we're helping so many, making a difference in their lives and through all the ministries and programs that we're gonna be doing over the next few weeks, it's so essential. 
And so I do encourage every one of us to give. Um, it doesn't matter the amount, small or great. What matters is what's in your heart and to give in faith and to put God first. That's what matters. And so as we give, just remember that there's another in the fire with you. There's another walking through the water with you. There's another who is making a way with you and he'll never leave you. He'll always be in your life if you received him. And wherever you go, he'll go with you and he will see you through. You'll never walk through anything by yourself again. Let's give to the Lord. I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. And let me tell you what it reminds me of. I always get a really clear picture when I hear it because my family knows I love caves. I love going into caves, the spelunking thing. And whenever we are traveling around the United States, maybe we're on a road trip, and I find out that there's a cave nearby, I usually check this out in advance, we go to it as a family. And most places where there are caves they have that have been uh, all set up for tours, you sign up and a tour guide takes you in and shows you around the part that has already been cleared and is known to be safe. I love looking at the stalactites and the stalagmites, but what's really cool to me is to think how just a tiny fraction of existing caves have actually ever been found. And even the ones that have been found go on for miles usually past the little area that you can explore. I like knowing that there's this real, the reality that is unseen. It's underneath us, around us all the time, and we can't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not real. You know, the, the truth is that mo the most real things in life we can't see. But almost every cave tour, you come to a part where you get in a cavern type area and the whole group that's on the tour together gets there. You're all standing there as the guide points things out, usually with a laser pointer, tells you about the stalagmites and stalactites. And then the point comes where he says, now everyone be still, don't move. And they turn out the lights. It is utter darkness. I mean, I've before literally kind of felt my eyes to make sure I really had them open because it was unbelievable how dark it was. Absolutely no light. And then after that soaks in for a moment, after that oh wow moment, then the guide will strike a match. And suddenly this giant cavern that was in utter darkness is illuminated. All eyes go to the light. It's mind-boggling how much one match can illuminate the darkness. You see, the darkness bows to the light. Right. A huge area of darkness has to bow to the That's light. Right. There's not an option. It's not optional. And our world has suddenly gone dark in a way that we could not have fathomed just a few weeks ago. The entire globe has gone dark. And this is the time that your light, the light of Jesus Christ, shines more than ever. That's right. This is the time that we need to stand up, speak up, stand out for Jesus Christ. That's right. To make a difference. Yeah. The darkness will bow to the light. Yeah. And the light of the world is inside of you. Yeah. You're not alone there in your in your home right now. You're not alone. Jesus Christ you ask him into your heart he lives in you he's the light of the world and it's our time as the church to strike a match mm -hmm. 
strike our own individual matches everywhere we are. Be the light. Be the light that we were always intended to be. This is our time. That's right. It's our time, and a dark world will take notice. Yeah. They'll notice. Well, there's lots more to say. We're going to be meeting with you uh, every day, as Carrie said, and then also we'll be having uh, services throughout the week that you can jump in and watch. We'll be here every weekend at all of our regular service times. There's so much going on. Check our website, check our Instagram feeds, check Facebook. But we love you. We're together. We're one church ready to make a difference. So go out, strike your match this week. Thanks for being in our home with us. Can't wait to have you back. We love you. God bless you, Woodlands Church. Hey, church. Thanks for listening to the Woodlands Church with Carrie Shook podcast. By listening, we hope that you're encouraged wherever you are. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast so that you can get the latest messages each week. For more information on Woodlands Church, check out the description for a link to our website and how to connect with us. We hope you have a great week.